Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen. Remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. <laughs> well... Oh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support anytime you don't have to hide how you feel have bottle service i want a red bull and vodka no you don't you don't even know what that is it's bad for you (laughs) is that the let me take a selfie song no it's a quote weird what (laughs) from songs but that just seemed like maybe the most likely answer red bull and i don't know i can't pretty sure it was red bull and vodka is this a black movie no okay praise god but I'm like so many black people are going to. I'm getting you, tired like, of oh being my disappointed. It in was my blank, <laughs> such and such and such. But that was, I mean, you know, I've watched a lot of movies, but I don't know. I haven't watched very many, so many times that I know the words to them like that. Very few movies can I quote like that. You know what? Fair. Yeah, because I've I've probably I've seen pretty much most of the movies that you talk about. But I don't just know them like the back of my black ass hand. Sometimes you have to just take context clues. And then other times I feel like even if you've seen a movie once, maybe there is that one line. But see, occasionally I like to dig deep. Yeah, you do. Into, you know, that one specific (laughs) scene where you You have to really remember it. Because what the fuck would be the point if I was like, Luke, I am your father. Right. If it was just so easy. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Didn't even have to ever see that movie together. All my life I had to fight. Like, that wouldn't be any fun. (laughs) I'm just saying, though. I could have said, I'm an ex-Monifa. And then everybody would have known it was Babs. Well, no, probably not. I still would not have known. Sorry. Have you seen Babs? I have seen Babs multiple times. So that's why. Right. And then after once the first 60 people told me it was Babs and I was like, oh, right. I do remember that quote now. So, I mean, but I've only seen it maybe two times, three times. So, okay, I'm just going to that's my excuse. I'm sticking with it. Sure. That's fair enough. Um, So, hey, guys, I am. hmm, I am uh, Misty Copeland Knight. Okay, I don't know who that is. I am Angela Rye. And this is The Read. Um, Misty Knight. I bet it's a comic book thing. It is. Ha! Victorious from Marvel, not Marvel. Right. Because that is not how you say that. Yeah. Oh, it's on Luke Cage. Yeah. Oh, she's black. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) 
just got an oh, arm. Oh God! Got fancy okay. Arm. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Black Excellence this week actually is going out to Angela Rye as well as Maxine Waters. I'm Black Excellence. Um, not no, you aren't. <laughs> you you could have let me have it. Um, <laughs> it's not about you today. You could have let me have that. Um, so uh, first of all. <sighs> I've been standing for quite some time. Uh, but this week, both of these women mm-hmm. have stood. I mean, they have just been really loud and proud and right for quite a minute. Yeah. But this week was just kind of like both of them sat up on TV and said to white haters, white male haters, yep. racist bastards. Oh, <laughs> you got the wrong one. That's it. In so many words. Um, so I don't know if you heard or not, but this dick from Fox News that sucks conservative cock um, okay. decided that he wanted to say something about uh, Miss Maxine Waters' wig. And I actually didn't really, I didn't say anything about it. All I tweeted was the story. Um, I think New York Daily News posted uh, that time that Bill O'Reilly had dragged his wife down the stairs in front of their daughter. <laughs> That's really it. I felt like that was a more That's important thing all to talk that needs about to be if said. we needed to actually be discussing him. Mm. Um, but I didn't say much past that because I knew that my auntie Max was going to clear it all up and take care of things on her own. And that's absolutely what she did. That's what she did. She does. said that she is a proud black woman. She's not going to be intimidated by anybody. And she's got the facts, basically. Mm-hmm. Um a same similar thing happened uh, with Angela Rye and I don't even want to say these people's names. Um, Walsh. Joe. Yeah. Joe it doesn't Walsh. matter. It doesn't. Whatever. He's a flop. He is. But I think they were discussing um, Sean Spicer, who is gonna have an aneurysm at any moment. <laughs> like they're just. He's running himself ragged, and they're having the nerve to ask reasonable yes. questions. The up stress there in the White of House. having to speak for Donald Trump is oh, getting God. to him. <laughs> <laughs> on like a molecular level and he's, he's just down. like literally dying he and is. so he had the nerve to tell april ryan the other day uh was it yesterday that doesn't matter maybe he told her not to shake her head or something at one point which is just kind of like excuse me bitch who are you who talking to in the fuck I'm do you think that you're talking a full adult Yours is not the first administration I've reported on. I've been doing this. Like, Who the I, fuck are you? I've been in this room <laughs> so, so much longer than you. <laughs> Excuse yes! me? Go off. <laughs> so Angela Rye was talking about it. Joe Walsh said something stupid on Twitter about how, you know, we lowered the bar for Barack Obama because he was black and we are holding, basically we're holding Donald Trump to a higher standard because he's a white man. And so he's not going to, you know, we're not going to be as easy on him as we were because the yes. black dude totally got a pass, right? Um, to which my good, see, Maxine in my head is my auntie. Angela in my head is my uh, cousin. Yeah, my cousin. And so she read his ass to high hell. And the thing that was so beautiful to me and why I feel more cousin from Angela is that she used the term playboy. (laughs) Like she said, (laughs) that's why you only served one term in the house, playboy. I was like, family, (laughs) we are family. Like, I just feel like we are forever related. Yeah, she She really went in took that to CNN where they had the balls to put him they really put it on right air. on air with her like she wouldn't continue the dragging which she did the thing about her that's so great 
is that she's great at what she does. She's educated. She knows what she's talking about. She brings the facts. She has the receipts. She's so well-spoken. And she commands every platform that she's at. Oh, no. You aren't going to talk over me. Oh, no. Oh, no. You won't interrupt me. <laughs> oh, no. You won't play those games with me. Like, she, I have watched this woman sit on TV and shut down the hosts, the guests, the other, like anybody else. If you got some bullshit, not on Angela's watch. No, nope, Angela's so, not having it. Not ever. I just wanted to say shout out to both of these women. I love y'all. We will fight to protect y'all. Anytime anybody has something out here to say, know that we've got our ears open mm-hmm. and we're coming with all of the torches and the pitchforks. Just don't let us down. You know how some of these niggas do out here these right. days. Anything I mean, but Auntie them. Maxine been repping my whole life and then so. I mean, that's true. So I'm not, <laughs> I'm and not she too much said worried. it. She's like, girl, do you know how long I've, I've been, been doing, doing this? this? I'm not afraid so of none of y'all. Like, please. Maxine say what you Waters want. has stared down so many evil crackers. You are just another one in the list. <laughs> she has done this many times before. Anyhow. So there's that. Oh, by the way, I also wanted to say that Yara Shahidi followed me on Twitter. I mean, on Instagram. Oh, well, aren't you a special bitch? <laughs> I just felt blessed because, you know, I, I mean, you should. She's special. And that little girl's amazing. She posted a, um, a video of her, like they did like the little surprise graduation party thing. Oh, yeah. On set. Ceremony for her on set, which was so adorable. And I said, Congratulations. Also, if anybody ever has the nerve to open two of their lips and say anything bad about you, know that I will hunt them down. <laughs> rain fire on the foundation of their life. No wonder she followed <laughs> she you. Like, Follow. Sure. She was like, uh, sounds like a guardian. No problem. And I will take it. So I'm like taking it upon myself now to kind of maybe I need to turn my shade down. Just like a no, 0.005. I bet she lives for it. I'm sure she lives for taste. it. Um, You're blessed, though. I Somebody, I mean, Michelle Obama wrote her college recommendation letters. <laughs> Is there anything else to say? Like, my God, to what? I can go. I can go anywhere. I can do anything. Like, what do you do when you crack open that letter and it's just Michelle O? Like, <laughs> it's just, oh, Michelle Levon. And you'd be like, oh my God. The whole letter was probably just two words do it. <laughs> <laughs> Yara is it. Shut your mouth, do it. <laughs> Okay, we'll so you. moving right along, this week in, um, <laughs> fuck, I wanted to, like, it's got to be like a random thing every week. I was going to say I said what I said, but that's way too easy. I said what I said. Your mom, your mom, that's right, your mom, I said it, I said what I wanted. <laughs> you, remember what, you remember when Marlo talked about Oh, Marlo. Mom. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> I was trying to. I was like, which brolic bitch was Now, that was a that? horrible thing to say, although I've definitely got on Kenya's mama myself, so whatever. But Lord, that was, was so like, awful. It was so funny. God damn it. She was like, your mom, your mom. I said, yep, I said it, your I mom. Sure, I say I what sure I want, did. I'm grown. Kenya is just so easy to dislike. But God. you know something? I've I've been like halfway on her side. For a lot of this well, season. Well, yeah, because look at the rest of these bitches. They've been so irrational. They are just awful. So they force you to be on Kenya's side because they are so dumb. All the time. Um. All right. Where do we start? There's so much going on. I could talk about them some more and about how apparently that restaurant is open now. And Phaedra, the judge, like, threw out her divorce or denied it. I don't know if they've got to go and rewrite it or something. I thought it was finalized. You know Phaedra lies. Oh, God. So. <laughs> oh, God. Apparently, 
uh, it was thrown out because Phaedra intentionally misspelled names on the documents. So allegedly, be... that's what I read all over the place. I don't know why she would do that though. That doesn't make sense. I don't know why either, unless she didn't really want the divorce to be final. But why would you want to stay legally attached to somebody who is in prison? At the same time, I feel like she had to have done it on purpose because Phaedra is an attorney. So if anybody would know, maybe so he can't get married the to the other girl. But but did she even know about this other girl back when she first filed? Because this has been a long time coming. I don't know. I don't get this story. She's a weird one. She is. <laughs> Anything is possible. <laughs> you never know with Phaedra. Watch it turn into some kind of plot twist. It's going to be her storyline. It's going to develop all over next season. I feel like the rug's coming out at that reunion. Yeah. Oh, and I cannot wait. Um, I saw Shamia was there. I said, oh, shit. <laughs> we shaking the table. Speaking of reunions, uh... Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Someone from West Philadelphia, where he was born and raised, had a reunion. Oh, I don't God. know where the fuck, where, where was this? Uh, the uh, venue where they were going to fight in Dubai? Or I what? think Karen Parsons had some kind of uh, Yeah, no, I think she, she had, had a, kind of charity event. a charity event. I just don't know where it was exactly. Oh, okay. Maybe it was in L.A. I had no to idea. be L.A. Um, 
But it looks like they're on a yacht somewhere in the south of France. I don't know whether it just looks fancy. Anyway, so they had like a little uh, fresh Prince reunion. Will Smith was there. Tatiana Lee, um, Alfonso, even Jeffrey, who I haven't seen in such a while. And then some light skinned lady in a hat. Mm-hmm. Um, Auntie somebody. Yeah, she. I don't recall exactly. I don't really remember mm-hmm. what she did. But, you know, that's something that happened. Of course, RIP to Uncle Phil. Which, that just reopened that wound. Yeah, it really did. Because, my God. Like, if he were in the picture, it would have just been, like... It would have been It would have just been missing perfect. one person. Right. Um, but anyway, oh, that's well. something that happened and was on, you know, the grams and places. Everybody forgot about baby Nikki, including me till just now. I mean, uh, dude, he might as well go somewhere with light skin, Dame Viv. If that's the point, then let's just that's bring back. Child. Let's just have Tyra be on the show. Let's call Nia Long, and let's just get it. <laughs> I would rather see Tyra, and, Tyra, and Nia Long and Jesse Jeff in that picture than light skin, Dame Viv and little Nikki, especially Jazz. Now he deserves. Yeah, Jazz. He does. Jazz is in the beginning, right? The whole show. He was getting thrown out by Uncle Phil From... every for like three whole seasons. I mean, every Jazzy episode, Jeff and you know, Fresh Prince. Right. Like they, it was literally it was a thing. DJ Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince. So, like, maybe he couldn't go. Right? Maybe he just didn't want. He to. might not be local. Maybe he's on the Blacktress's side. Um, but either way. Not to be, uh, you know, she just basically had to fulfill your desires and expectations. Um, by she, I mean Janet Hubert. Right. Uh, the original dark-skinned and only Aunt Viv. Uh, by coming through with a comment on the Fresh Prince reunion, here's what she said on her Facebook, which her Facebook her Facebook name is Blacktress Janet mm-hmm. Hubert. Yes. The Blacktress. And I love it. Can't think of anything else she acted in. It doesn't even matter. I know the media hoe, Alfonso (laughs) Ribeiro. It's funny every time I see it. (laughs) I know the media hoe, Alfonso Ribeiro, has posted his so-called reunion photo. Folks keep telling me about it. He was always the ass wipe for Will. There will never be a true reunion of the Fresh Prince. I have no interest in seeing any of these people on that kind of level. I'm not offended in the least by this photo. It was an event for Karen's charity. It does, however, prompt me to take some meetings in Hollywood to pitch my memoir, Perfection is Not a Sitcom Mom. Oh, Lord. Wow. (laughs) And tell of the -the behind-the-scenes story before I leave this earth. That is your mission in life. You know, it's a weird place to be in as a fan. It is. Because on one hand, I feel like, yes, it's not the same if it's not her. She, past the the, the colorism thing. Right. Janet's Aunt Viv was a completely different type of mom. Right. Like the lighter skinned Aunt Viv was almost, she was like a stay at home mom and she was just kind of in the house chilling and dealing with the kids' mess and shit. Janet's Viv was like a working mama. She didn't take no shit. She was teaching them, wasn't yeah. cutting, like she wasn't playing no kinds of games. She was getting her husband, all the kids together. Mm-hmm. She was respected. She was completely. She was a West Coast Claire Huxtable. Basically. Yes. But this the the new Aunt Viv just blended in with the cabinets. Basically. She that just, was it. she gave birth to baby Nikki and they just kinda sat around and she was there and it was just like we all just gonna pretend this is mama. The only line I ever remember her having on the entire show 
was a scene where I don't remember what the how there was a horse that was in the kitchen. Do you remember that episode? No. I don't remember what the circumstances was. And I own the entire series on DVD, but I haven't seen that episode in a minute. But for some reason or the next, there was a horse in the house. And <laughs> okay. the light-skinned Aunt Viv, I think she ran into Phil in like the living room or the other room or something. And she was like, I gotta, um, ah, uh, bye. And then she like <laughs> ran out because she didn't want to deal with it. That's the only thing I ever remember her saying on the whole show. Damn. So. That's. But I mean, I get it. I mean, like, that's fair. On the other hand, Janet has been talking shit like this for such a long time. Since like 93. At some point, you gotta move on, auntie. Like, you just gotta. You got to let it go. Like, why would... Yeah. Nobody would have expected you to be there, you know, because you don't like them and they don't like you. And we all know that. And everyone knows it. So it would have been shocking to see her there. Mm -hmm. Nobody is surprised by this the same way nobody is surprised that you wrote a paragraph about how you hate them bitches (laughs) and you're going to do your own thing. And call Carlton a media hoe. And an ass wipe. (laughs) For real. My word. She really don't like Will. That is where she the resentment truly lies. Him. And the crazy thing is, if you think about it, everything that she's saying or the reasons that she has to not like him are probably true. Yeah. Because he was young and, and rich and probably cocky as fuck. Really self-centered. You know what I'm saying? All that. Probably so. And so she probably has plenty of reasons to not like him. But like, girl, now the nigga got... So I mean, many, Will is like 50 years old, his sis. His three kids. <laughs> they half grown, too. Shit. In fact, ain't they all grown? What's Willow? 15, 16? Willow, at this point? At this, she's probably got real estate. Like, right. I'm sure she does. So it's like, how long can you really hold on to this, sis? Go, mama. Now it's like your mission to tell the story behind the scenes before you die. I wonder if he's if Will has ever tried to reach out to her and be like, you know what? My bad for calling you Here's a, a bitch that day that or whatever <laughs> or something. Or if she's just like, I'm not trying to hear it. Yeah. Or if he's like, fuck her. I don't give a fuck. I never liked that bitch anyway. You know, I mean, there's at least two sides to every story. Probably every last person on that cast has a really good perspective on what happened. And we might never know the whole full truth. I just want this to not be the only thing that the Blacktress ever talks about. Right. Because that's where we are right now. Right. <laughs> like every time we see your name, it is because you got on Facebook Live and started talking shit. Because they are in the sunset giving you ear to you know, ear. They are grinning. Grins. Everybody looks happy. They've got a crisp autumn or a springtime filter over this picture. Yeah. And everyone looks happy. And you talking about how you don't like none of them. I'm sure so, they are happy because that show is fully syndicated in some several different networks several so i'm sure everybody's networks. like you know the checks are still coming mm-hmm. 25 years later god is so good can you pass those greens can you get can i have another steak <laughs> thank <over> you here? <laughs> will <laughs> thanks because we're eating damn i don't know what else to say about i mean that. yeah it is it's a conflict because at, at the same time my childhood self remembers and loves and dark skin and viv the real and Viv, like, yes. fiercely. Yes. Strongly. She was a great character. Truly loves her. <laughs> she reminds me when the Aineys would come in, Jennifer Lewis and all them, and they would have episodes with, like, the Aineys, when, <sighs> oh, God, when the one Aine married a white man. Oh, yes. my God. Like, that shit remi- literally reminded me of my own family watching that. So I have a big, like, I have a, I have a deep connection to her in that role. I just, I don't feel like there's any, that's never gonna yeah nobody is going to change her mind right and the show was 
like markedly worse once she was off of it. Yeah. So like she has those things in her corner. It's just like, I wish you had done something notable since then as far as acting is concerned or like we we ever heard for you from you for like anything else. That's it. At least with uh Family Matters, Joe Marie Payton was up on that show until like the last season. Mm-hmm. Joe Marie Payton left the show at the right time and for the right reasons. Yes, she did. She was like, okay, this is stupid now. Urkel was doing too much. Like, absolutely. Androids and, and demon <laughs> puppets and two, three versions of him and teleportation, all kinds of shit. She was yeah. like, I'm going home. Like, right. I'm tired. This is dumb. The show was about family mattering, not... Right our next door neighbor and how that nigga matters when he comes over and drinks our food or yeah. drinks our food. That was the same reason John Amos left uh, Good Times though because yeah. JJ was such a big ass co- the character was yeah. getting written it's as like, like okay, a bigger and bigger coon. what the show like, was about. Stop doing this. So he had to go die in Alabama. If you <laughs> damn if you had to if you watch Family Matters like that first season of Family Matters it was so fucking funny but it was yeah. completely different it was right. about the Winslows and then slowly it was about it became it Urko. was the Urkel show right and it just so I mean I didn't even watch that last season of Family Matters so you missed nothing like it I don't even remember what the replacement wife looked like she was um oh god let me tell you what she was on now I gotta google her she was on I know exactly what she oh you know what she was Gina's mama on Martin oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That one lady. She was Gina's mom, Mom Martin. That's the only good thing I think mm. I can remember her being on. Um, okay. Well, at least now I know her face. Uh, but she was the mom. She was Harriet on that last season. And a lot of people who watch Family Matters probably don't even remember that because it was the very last season and it was not good. I'm not watching it without the regular dark skinned mama who has been on this show the what? whole fucking time. Y'all keep replacing them with and... these light skinned women who don't do nothing but blend it to the background. And if you want to go deeper into that, Family Matters only existed because of Harriet, because it was a spinoff of another show. And I can't remember the name Mm. of it right now. But Harriet was a character on another sitcom and they spun it off and made Family Matters. So that's Perfect Strangers with Balky. That show only existed because of Harriet. You damn right. You are damn right. So Mama was like, you can have it. I remember Perfect Strangers. That's I only saw maybe a couple of bits and pieces of it. Yeah, because I think my daddy thought they was gay and he was like, We're not watching that. (laughs) But But I remember she like worked in an elevator or or fix the elevator or something. She was shit. the elevator operator, yeah. Right. At the newspaper, which was her job on the show, too. Yes. Continuity. There you go. Family Matters had a whole child disappear upstairs and didn't come back, and really, people did not stop watching. We well, it's like, we didn't really need Judy. We didn't know about No shade, girl. Eddie and Laura was all it we was, really needed. And then they had Richie, too. It was like, oh, it's right. And Richie was adorable. You know, oh, God. Just yeah, leave. we just, we didn't need that, that middle child, that adolescent. They just had, they gave Laura Max, and then they were done. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, and, okay. Oh, God, and Eddie had Cockroach. Wait, no, not Cockroach. Cockroach was, was the Cosby show. That was the Cosby show. What was Eddie's friend name? Uh, 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 Waldo. Waldo Faldo. Waldo Geraldo Faldo. <laughs> Man, quality television. Good times. <laughs> Anyway, what was we talking about? Um, so next on the list, oh, what well, Wilhelmina Models has signed Nicki Minaj as one of their newest um model girls. What? Um, so Why? she is an official model. I mean, look, you better <laughs> exercise all the talent you got. I mean, I'm not I'm certainly not mad at it, I just don't understand the point. Couldn't Nicki book editorials or or shoots or she's showing whatever. that she takes very pretty pictures much better than handling um, 
rap yeah. lately. Like and she rap. cracks that out way faster than rap. That's true. Um, so, I mean, okay. I think that's great for her. Yeah, congratulations, Nikki. Um, she's absolutely beautiful. We'll see what happens with, like, I don't really, are they gonna... Right, is she gonna she, be, like, in the Dolce & Gabbana ads next season or, some, or something like, like that? Because, I feel like she could do that on her own. On her own, right. right? That's why I'm so confused. Like, what campaigns is Nikki getting with Wilhelmina that she couldn't already get? Like, are they going to put her on runways? Because that, that, that don't seem right. First of all, I think Nicki Minaj is probably, like, short. Or short for a model. Short for a model and, and thick for a model and also. And thick for a model also. Yeah. So I just don't... I don't know really... what they're going to do for her. Because it feels like she can book stuff on her own this sounds like something you just do for the for the name of it just to be yeah like, just oh, say I'm oh i'm a Wilhelmina model right like when when black bear or whoever put alicia keys in charge of like product development oh, or when lady gaga was running something with like posted or polaroid whoever polaroid, polaroid or right shit. it's one of those things where you're just like y'all just did this okay. just to say y'all did it um but i know i think sierra signed to wilhelmina and well that makes a lot more sense no shade they put her in a lot of things but no, I don't know. Whatever. Either way, that's cute. A good look for her. For whatever reason, uh, someone at the Wilhelmina Models Twitter headquarters place decided to like a tweet um, that retweeted the news and captioned it a fake ass model with ass in quotations. Damn. So it was kind of shade to her and... I think that they unliked it by now. I don't know if it was an intern or somebody at Willamina. Somebody who thought they was really logged into like their personal account. Probably. <laughs> and they was logged into the It's so, bitch, let me undo this quick. <laughs> somebody I'm kicked open the door and said, which one of you which one bitches? Of <laughs> right. You better take the fucking Willamina Twitter Nikki account off your phone, girl. <laughs> speakerphone right now. I mean, but everybody Piss. knows Nikki's ass is fake. How mad can you be at that, girl? Like, at we know point, it. Look at it. Who gives a fuck <sighs> as long as it doesn't start looking like that lady who just got life locked up right for all the girls she's killed with her fix a flat potions doing them in hotel rooms <laughs> they said she got life in prison i said her body is a life in it prison. is right like, she's having to carry that around how much uh-uh. no i feel like it must be physically uncomfortable to have whatever solution that is in your body it makes me physically uncomfortable to look at it yeah it's it's gross so mm. God bless, though. Okay, so just work with me. Is it something I don't understand or something something stressful? It's something stupid. Okay. Black China was on Snapchat. I actually don't want to do this. Okay. I changed my mind. I was going to say, I actually already know the story, too. So. I, it's just dumb. And you know what? I realized that I would have to read the Snapchat captions. And I actually have no idea what the fuck she's talking about. <laughs> so it's just going to be too hard. The I point was over there trying to sound them shits out. Like, what, it's just, what is this for? So she hasn't yet come forward and said that she was hacked. So I guess we're just going to go with it. But... Basically, in a series of Snapchat captions, she said that Tyga isn't paying child support, I guess, mm-hmm. and that he can run to Kylie and Rob and I guess bitch and moan about it, <laughs> and then they'll buy him a lollipop and a Ferrari and make him feel better. I really don't know what she was trying to go to, but she also... Um, Called him a fag and said that he dates a guy or that he's fucking a guy. Yeah, she definitely used the word fag. So, 
All right. There you go. There's that. Congrats, Dream. That's pretty much exactly what I expected out of Black China. No shock here. Mm-hmm. Oh, Crime Mobs reunited, apparently. What? <laughs> oh, no. So they performed at a V103 concert. Okay. Um, I don't know. I mean, I loved Crime Mob, and I think they had a great moment, but I think that moment is also past, and I don't Let see me tell you something. this being a thing. I hate Diamond. Like, she makes me want to claw my own eyes. Because okay. She's just so delusional and weird. Right. However, um, as a whole and a group, mm-hmm. they've got something great. It's almost like, it's almost like a pickle. You know, like, she would be like a pickle. Like, I feel like, you know, a pickle on its own is just sour and gross, and I don't need it. Right. But, you know, just like a little bit of pickle juice, or just a little, t- like, I don't even need the pickle on a burger or a sandwich. I could just, like, put the pickle on the sandwich and then take it off, so you just get a little taste of the pickle. Essence of pickle. Yeah, just a little essence of the pickle. In a larger picture, it works. Yeah. I'm with you because I don't like pickles pickle. by themselves. I don't. I don't care for them. But or like avocado, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah, because avocado. I don't know too many people just snack on avocado. Just bite into it. But you put it, it on a fish sandwich or or chicken or something like that. It's like, bitch, this is the compliments are the thing. This is so good. Um, I think given the right production, um, and couple of great features, Crime Mob could put out a cute little return album Mm -hmm. and then that would probably be all I need from them forever yeah you just want one more time just want you know I want to revisit the glory days it could be cute little you know something for Atlanta I don't think that they're you know completely incapable of Mm -hmm. making something fun together again but you know if they make it there and it's good great for them and I don't think I would ever need anything else yeah no it wouldn't be like please stay together forever put out an album every three years I need this music Please don't make like a Nuck if you buck 2.0 or try and like remake a song you already did or something. Just don't. Just Mm-mm. call up Metro Boomin or Sunny Digital or somebody <laughs> and just do what I mean, because Nuck if you buck is great. Still great today and definitely had its moment when I was in the club and niggas would just really start fighting and it was glorious to see. But I just don't, I don't see that replicating itself in this year. But good luck to y'all anyway. Um, Trey Songs went on The Breakfast Club and said that Nicki Minaj didn't have shit before Bottoms Up. He also reignited a very oh strange desire from August Alsina to fight him. Um, well, I'm not really sure why. Is he really claiming that Bottoms Up is what put Nicki on, of all things? He said okay. that she <laughs> didn't have shit. Huh. bottoms up well far be it for me to be accused of being a Nikki stan but I just don't that's not it that's not it at it's all it's pretty inaccurate that's, that is just wrong bottoms up was a pretty great song and it, it was is. a big song for him mm-hmm. it was I don't think that that was the song that made her if anybody you know what I'm saying like it's one of her better verses I could almost see like Yo Gotti talking shit, being like she didn't, she wasn't shit before five star chick. Now, yes, you know what I'm saying. I would, I would accept that faster than I would this. And she and the Barb's would still read him into the ground for it, and I would just sit and watch. Itty, bitty, piggy, bitch. That would be a more fair statement to me than Bottoms Up. Absolutely. Like, that's just, like, what five star bitches when I started taking Nikki seriously and stopped just being like, oh, is it a stripper with a mixtape? Like I just didn't really pay her that much attention because I thought she was just copying off a of little Kim 
And, you know, I thought she was... I mean, she was, but they were making her do that. Well, yeah, and I'm sure that's the truth. But I just thought this is some girl who is not really into rap. She's just... She has this look, and so she's going to put out a rap something. And so I didn't really pay her that much mind until that song. So I would definitely take that before Tremaine coming on Breakfast Club and lying to all of us. He's just tired. He, like, he's he's tired. He's he got to be. He's just like, be. you know what, fuck you and fuck that one too and fuck everybody. Come <laughs> and fight me if you want. Like, that's how Trey Songz is feeling at this point. Oh, but you don't have to just come tell blatant lies, Trey. That's just not it. Um, He probably received a scathing iMessage um, from, from the doll. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Fuck her. I'm just going to get on her. Next time I have a microphone in front of my face, yeah. I'm going to talk some shit. Nikki strikes me as the type who don't give second chances or forgive. She mad at Trey. No, she definitely because don't. Because he did not come out and be like, it's all a lie. Me And she's not going to let it go. So you might as well because it's over. So you might as well talk shit about her. Like you're dead to me. But that is just such an obvious lie. Yeah, it wasn't a good thing. Right. Like, you could have come up with something else. You could have done something better than that. This is just... The receipts are there, Trey, is the problem. We all have Wikipedia now. Anybody, even if you weren't sure, you could just go look up when Bottoms Up came out and then go look at Nikki's career and be like, that isn't that isn't quite it. Like, And did Monster come out before her, after Bottoms Up? No, that I don't know. But I do remember feeling like Nikki did you a favor and not the other way around. I definitely feel that way, too. Yes, especially given the quality of the verse. Because so. at the time, there's another song that he had when he had braids like earlier that I really liked that was like a mid-tempo love song and that was like the only Trey Songs record I paid attention the to the one with Drake no 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 it was like a I can't stop missing you it was like a really dumb corny song mm. it sounds like Neo or somebody wrote it I don't know but it was like a cute little melody but other than that Bottoms Up was probably the only Trey Songs record I listened to, like from the beginning to the end. And oh, really? usually it was only in anticipation for the Nicki Minaj part. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, reach for the sky. I mean, especially, never mind. <laughs> I was going to bring up Beat Your Body Like a Congo, but that it's would old have been petty. and it's just it's time to leave it alone. And the Starlets or whatever his, what are they called? <laughs> the Songs Yups. The Yups? The Yups. There are many of them. <laughs> right. Even still today, somehow, y'all need to go buy that album he just put out. Not I heard it's good. This. Did you? That's what I heard. I haven't listened to it myself. Oh, you know, I tried, but it just, I can't. There's The, the thing about them to it's me. It's not for me. Um, I mean, I'm going to listen to it, I guess, just because I like to be fair and hear things. But I just, the Trey songs with Chris Brown and the R&B boys of today, it's just so, first of all, I'm, not attracted to the sound of male singing as much as female singing. And it has nothing to do with anything, but I just feel like the female vocal is more pleasing to the ear than the male one. Well, that singer, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That guy. But anyway, I, you know, past that, most men, even the ones who I know can sing, I just feel like the subject matter is so... I'm not. It's only so many euphemisms for sex I want to hear. But it's like, do they all have to be like that? Like, right, whatever happened whole to like album have to be about this? I love you a whole lot, and you are special, and make me feel special. This is the way that I feel about love, mm-hmm. or just. Mm, I had breakfast today, and it was tasty, and I'm gonna go out and have a great <laughs> day because I love being happy. 
It's like all of it Life now is, is just like, I'm going to choke the shit out of you and I'm going to fuck you so hard. Nuts going to come out of your eye sockets. <laughs> and I'm just going to pull your weave out, bitch. So make sure you glue it down extra. Like, that's the hook. Like, yeah. glue it down extra tight. Like, whatever. Like, <laughs> glue just, it down extra tight. Lace fronts. Like, that's like, it's just. Remember LOL smiley face? Yeah, it's. <laughs> Shot it, Santa, twit pics, and you want to hit this LOL smiley <laughs> Like, Chris Brown has a new song out now, and I listen to it, and it's just the same thing, like, vulgar, oh sex talker. And it's not there's anything wrong with that, too. I just feel like that's all I hear from these mm-hmm. guys now. And so it's kind of, like, I take my time going to listen to it. Yeah. But if it's good, it's good. I'll definitely listen to it. But it's only so many times I can hear you come up with a way to describe pussy juice. I'm just like, okay. John Legend is the one singing about how complicated and deep and amazing love is. <laughs> and people is. hate him for it. <laughs> I mean, like, people cannot stand the fact that he actually sings about, like, love. It's like, I'm makes so in love, love songs. Love is amazing. I feel this incredible way about you. Our daughter is everything. <laughs> or even if you're going to t- sing a song about whatever you want to sing about, I just feel like there could be different ways of going. It's just so direct and vulgar and not. Right. It's like all of the male R&B singers today want to be singers with a rap persona. Mm-hmm. And it's just boring. Yeah. Like Bryson Tiller and all them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't even disagree with you. I prefer <laughs> the little teenage boys from back in my day. <laughs> just singing about Shoddy being so cute, and I wish I could work up the nerve to ask you for your number. All the ones I'm who old. don't were in the new edition movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> all the niggas, oh God, the young were. niggas who sing about other things were in you. They were just like, let's just put them. Let's just put all the ones who don't sing about just blatantly about vagina and how wet it is into this movie. But look. There's a market for it because these niggas sell and they tour and they do what they got to do. Yeah. So, I mean, somebody Whatever. likes it. It don't have to. Everything ain't for me. So in this um, week's entry of the uh, Tiny versus T.I. family hustle Lord. shenanigan. So we talked briefly about... Um, T.I. dating this Bernice girl. I still don't know how to say her last name, and I'm not going to try. Um, but did we say, did I mention what she, what Tiny said on Instagram about her being a pass around bitch? Uh, I think so. When was this? I feel like, I mean, either we talked about it or I read about it on Instagram. One of those. Either way, about a week ago, Tiny went on Instagram. Somebody left a comment saying, you know, uh, this Bernice girl is all over um, tips. Mess. Yeah. Your husband. Bernice be all over your husband, IG. You are a strong woman, Tamika. I hope this is somebody she knows. Because you know I would have, but it, it you definitely know it is. Ain't. It definitely is. <laughs> and that's why you know I was the way that I was with my fucking name, because y'all are weird. <laughs> like, people would just be like, oh, girl, Algernon. <laughs> <laughs> like, talking to you like they know you. Like, what the not Miles, Ben, I really have... Robin. Who is Tamika? Who are you talking to? (laughs) You are a strong woman because I would have bust tip, side his head with a bottle of Hennessy. No, you wouldn't have. Because you you are not trying to go down for that. Ask the brat. She's going to be paying for that for the rest of her life. It's not fun or cute. Um... To which Tiny responded by saying, I ain't losing no sleep over no pass around, bitch. Bless him and her too. And then referred to these charts... Um, I think we did talk about that because then we talked about Escape getting back together. Yes. And um, 
Candy and Tiny recently just got credits on Ed Sheeran's Shape of You, mm-hmm. which has been number one on Billboard for like eight weeks. Oh, it's been number one on Apple Music for like 34 weeks or something crazy. It is, so It will not go away. So that's just money, 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 money. Okay, so more recently, um, the Bernice, who is stunning, went on Instagram after another girl uh, left a comment saying that Bernice was a homewrecker and had always been a homewrecker and that her boss left his wife and two kids to be with Bernice. And she knows this because she knows her personally. Bernice responded to the girl saying, I had enough of the bullshit fake ass stories. Always been a homewrecker. That home been broken. And I've never dealt with a married man in my life. So please stop trying to declass my character. Do you mean my name. now? Because he's definitely still married. He's married at the moment. Technically, when a person files for divorce, it's saying they're moving on with their lives and the marriage has failed. Also, mm. not, a, not 100% true. Um... <laughs> I mean, but that does not change the status of that person. He's like they're still married, husband and wife. Right now, maybe you mean you've never fucked around with somebody who was still with his wife. <laughs> maybe that's what you meant. And I do agree with you that that home has been wrecked, and you're not the one who did it. So, if you want to come along now and join in the reindeer games, that's your business. It's just not a good look because the man is still married. And. Whether that home is wrecked or not, they're going to be in that home for a while because they have 18,000 children together. Did you forget about that? Including one they just made a year ago. Right. So you going to be in that broken up home with them, walls crumbling down around y'all. That's what you want to do. While T.I. writes that child support check every month. (laughs) While that's happening also. What happens... I'm reading it again. What happens after that is naturally both of them will find new ways to spend their time and new people to spend it with. And as for passed around, never have I ever been passed around. I dealt with one man in the industry and now all of a sudden I'm a pass around. And that's old. I'm assuming she's talking about Drake because she definitely dated Drake. Oh, okay. Don't degrade my character and make shit up because you can't find shit to speak about. Don't come for me. If I ain't sent for you, I'm so tired of people saying that. Oh, God, really? Um... So that was her response to that. And then maybe like the following day she got on Instagram and said, you know, she's sick and tired of the bullshit and she's never been passed around and she doesn't have to say that she's a bad bitch all of the time, but she's so (laughs) tired of being quiet and she calls herself a boss and says that she and T.I. are not dating, they're friends and he's a boss, she's a boss and that's why they hang out together and God, I can't walk down the street with a guy without people saying that I'm dating him, et cetera, et cetera, and Kiki, Kiki, laugh, laugh, laugh. Look at my abs. They're so tight. I'm so gorgeous. Blah, blah, blah. The end. Okay. Um, And that's, I guess, where we're at with it now. Tiny liked some shady comment on Instagram mm. about it and then moved on with her day. I mean, Tiny really, regardless of how you look at this situation, Tiny just got them credits. Mm-hmm. Escape is back together. They're doing a reality show with her. But they're supposed to be doing a reality show. I heard Jermaine Dupree is working on a biopic about them. Oh, God. Which, can you think of somebody better to do a fucking... Actually, no. Besides maybe... Never mind. Are you about to say something terrible? 
Are you? Are you finna? I'm not going to say anything. No, I think you should. So here's my feeling about the Bernice um, T.I. tiny situation. I don't need to hear anything from T.I. or Bernice about this. Mm -hmm. Tiny, you know, said what she needed to say and move on and great and so on. But this... The commentary from her was so ridiculous to me and annoying for a couple of reasons. First of all, I just feel like I really I tune out a lot of the Instagram model speak when they start discussing being bosses and <laughs> what they have and all that shit. And it's no shade. I feel like, you know, if you are committing yourself to, you know, drinking this weird tea and waist trainers and <laughs> taking really lovely pictures and all of that stuff. That's how you want to get your bills paid. I'm not mad at that. As long as you're not hurting nobody, you're not hurting yourself, you're not committing any crimes, pay your rent how you want to pay your motherfucking rent. If that means you got to make friends with the right promoter and the right, you know, <laughs> club owner so you can meet the right rapper and athlete. Cool. <laughs> and I'm not even saying her specifically because I don't know this girl or care about her. But it's like... Here are the holes in the story, and this is why I'm going to treat you like the duck that you look, act, and talk like. Quack like? Walk, talk, sure. and act, All whatever. Those things. Because, A, first, you got, okay. The rumors between or about T.I. dating her have been going on for a while, like weeks. Tiny called her a pass around bitch a week ago. This girl called her a homewrecker a couple of days ago, and now. Now you're saying that you never dated them? Like, and you left this whole ass paragraph on Instagram saying that the home's been broken and naturally when people file for divorce, they move on and why can't they spend their time with new people and blah, blah, blah and all this other stuff. And now it's like, oh, I'm not dating him. We just friends and we both bosses making boss moves. Hmm. Then why didn't you just say that like weeks ago right, what was the point and clear this up? None of this shit would have happened if you weren't dating him. You know you dating him and there's nothing wrong with that. It just seems like you're a little shook now because people are calling you names that you don't like. And again, I don't know her, so maybe it isn't fair for her to be called pass around bitch or whatever the fuck else. But it seems like a whole lot of people are coming out of the woodwork saying you're the one, this thing and that thing and the next and the third and the fourth and the fifth. And to me, if you're putting yourself in a situation with somebody who you know is, mm -hmm. is in the middle of a fresh divorce. Right. She just filed for divorce in December. Mm. So whether the home been broken or not, you know what they're going through because we all know what they're going through because he's famous and so is his wife. And yet you still entertaining it. So it's just like to me, some things may not be right, but they're going to be fair because you're putting yourself in a position where people are going to judge you. You are gorgeous. You could date whoever. the It's a million T.I.s you could date. Right. So it just doesn't make any sense to me. And also, boss, you're walking out of Planet Fitness. <laughs> Like you know, these girls throw up an Instagram boutique or something, and all of a sudden they run shit. They're CEOs and shit. So I just it just aggy. Yeah, it's aggy she could have all that. I really don't get the whole like why offer this whole explanation about what people can and can't do and what is or isn't morally right if you're not fucking with him in the first place. Like that doesn't make any sense. And maybe she said we're not dating because they aren't dating. Maybe all they are doing is fucking, or maybe all they were doing was fucking. I don't know. But I do think she let the attention get you know i think she just let she rode the wave of people talking about her and 
I don't know what she sells, but I'm sure she saw an increase in traffic to all of her stuff during that. So I think she just rolled it out until it started to really get on her nerves or people started picking her apart. And now she's like, oh, I'm better yeah, than that. Yeah, she's aggravated now because people are saying all of these things about her. But I just feel like, girl, I don't care. You know, well, it could be wrong. It could be right. She could be an outstanding citizen of wherever the fuck she's from. New Jersey, I guess, with that accent. And, you know, she could be have a master's. I really don't care. Mm-hmm. My whole thing is all I see from you is love photos and that ass and I will be hosting X, Y, and Z at whatever club that's named after an orgasm or something and that's pretty much the extent of it and it's a million women that are just as beautiful as you that have an actual boss that they report to from 9 to 5 or 8 to 6 or whatever (laughs) and in many cases make more than all y'all do and they don't think that or don't realize it because again you know the right promoter and you know the right club person you're able to be in Dubai because you find somebody to go fly right, you out there. You so you that. go look like you have that lifestyle. You're going to chase the rapper or the athlete who can get you to keep that lifestyle so you can keep up appearances. And that I just know, I know girls like this. I know girls that know girls like this. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't think that there's anything wrong with it. But when you start spouting out, I'm a boss and stuff and like all this stuff, when you put yourself in a messy situation in the first place, it's just like... I don't I'm care, not, sweetheart. Right. Like I don't. You should just. Don't. You could have been quiet and right. been like, "I'm I mean, a fuck who I want to fuck." Fuck around with Ti is the thing. Like, I don't understand. Like, it's it might be wrong for people to say whatever mean or possibly untrue things about you, but you didn't have to fuck with this nigga in the first place. Like, you are like that. Bitch you anybody. knew who he was. He didn't get famous six weeks ago. Like, right. You knew that that home was wrecked, and you did what you wanted to do, which is fine. You yeah. can fuck who you want to fuck, but then don't sit up here and be like, oh my goodness, this is so outlandish. Niggas respect me. I would never. <laughs> like, what? You knew you would be talked about in doing this, so are and we supposed to all be like, oh no, don't talk about Bernice? <laughs> that's why you did it. To be talked about. So, <sighs> so congratulations. Right, you, you got what you wanted. I just don't care. Please be quiet. Mm-mm. Like At the end of the day, whether you're with a T.I. Or, or not, all of that stuff with that yeah. Planet Fitness membership. You just go right ahead. Somebody's going to be helping you take care of that lifestyle. That's all I'm saying from the outside looking in. I could be ignorant as fuck and I'll take that because I don't give a shit about anybody involved in this. <laughs> what I'm saying is also from the outside looking in, mm-hmm. Tiny is out here progressing this yeah. bag and doing what she's got to do and T.I. is always going to have T.I. money. Yeah. So all of these that other shit is going to come and it's going to go and it's yeah. just going to continue to happen. It's so stupid. Tiny is really looking like when God closed the door, he opened a window and let the blessings pour in. Cause like, Absolutely. It's just been like glow up after glow up. Come, Maybe she can go get her eyes changed back. I was about to say, even with those, do you want to build a snowman eyes? <laughs> it's like starting to fit her face and all be right. Almost look natural like you were born with it. Oh, no. Oh, but, um, okay. you know... Well, good luck to everybody involved. Sure. Um, and I guess that will just be that for this era of the read. <laughs> the era? <laughs> segment. Right. Whatever. Take a break. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. 
ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my mm-hmm. own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology, we're parting ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. Again, that's ziprecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Now let's get back to show. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Here are feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us listen now to black stories black truths from npr wherever you get podcasts all right we are back and it's time for listener letters it sure is send your questions to ask the read at gmail.com we may just read them aloud on the show a lot of people wrote in last week with help for uh fashionably late the young lady who uh is faced with having to work at trump tower off and on over the next few months um and said you know good luck to you girl may god be with you (laughs) i mean that's all i could get some other people in the fashion industry who uh kind of have similar issues said that um they have black women mentors around them and like they've deliberately sought out relationships with other black women just in the industry or in their workplace or whatever just because like we all need each other at this time so again i would recommend you getting you a good girlfriend and praying a lot about it um but thank you to everybody who sent in advice our first question this week i mean it isn't it's just like Like do i want to pay my rent or do I want to keep my soul intact? Therapy, I guess. The God damn. Call Talkspace, other. girl. Really, honestly, <laughs> Get go you for a it. Talkspace membership and talk Jesus. to somebody about it. What is life? So Salem emails us and says, my boyfriend and I have been in a long distance relationship for about a year and we recently made the decision to move in together when he relocates permanently to Chicago. First mistake. A few weeks ago, I found a stray puppy and I decided to keep her. This was before we made the decision to shack up. (laughs) He thought the idea of me having a dog was cute initially, but now that he's moving in, he feels like the dog is a nuisance. He came last weekend to start moving stuff and he complained about the dog the whole time. Whenever I hug or pet her and he asks me to wash his, to wash my hands before I touch him or be intimate. He even put her in the backyard while I was at work without asking me first. My dog is terrified of him and I'm concerned because she was clearly mistreated as a stray and I do not want her to feel frightened in her own home. 
Although she was a stray, she has all her shots and a clean bill of health. She's a good puppy and hardly ever barks. I don't kiss her in the mouth or let her in the kitchen or bed. (laughs) Amen, girl. So I don't get his attitude. When I confront him, he says things like, I think you should just get rid of the dog. Please give me advice on how I can handle this situation without losing my man or my dog. Love, Salem. Um. Well, I would just lose the man. <laughs> I mean, that was my very first thought. I was like, uh, I don't think you can get through this without losing one. And I would get rid of the nigga. But I don't think he's irrational to ask you to wash your hands before you touch him or before y'all have sex. I would ask the same thing if we had a pet and my spouse was handling the pet. Like, you can play with the, the pet, the dog, all you want to. But wash your hands before you come put them on my titties or something. Like, I don't I don't want dog pasta. if we're gonna be intimate yeah you should be clean right like (laughs) that just right so i don't think he's wrong for that but him putting the dog in the backyard without asking you or telling you seems he just don't like dogs period (laughs) that's all that it is it doesn't really seem like there's going to be much of a compromise that you can go with that's going to make him happy or whatever and i prefer dogs over people period so for me like cut and dry i'm just gonna give it to you i would tell that nigga like look if you don't like it you can always leave so because i love this dog i am going to make sure that i can make this dog happy or keep this dog happy and all you're doing is stressing this dog the fuck out and there's no need for that now if you don't want for me to touch you with my hands or whatever after i play with the dog or pet or whatever that's fine i can respect i can respect that yeah. but respect that this is my dog and i'm going to keep this dog and i res- i expect for you to treat the dog kindly and respectfully and don't terrify the bitch right. or do anything without my permission period. like you don't even have to go play with her or whatever but don't be fucking mean to her leave like, don't like, be at the dick. best you could just leave the goddamn dog alone right period. somebody who mistreats animals is just not somebody i would have around me. period that's what i'm i'm set like we doing way more talking than i thought i was gonna do because <laughs> i was just be like oh really like that's how you feel a dog really a stray dog they ain't do shit to you yeah well you can always how about i put you outside Dogs might be the only animal I really like. I'm not an animal person in general, but I would never mistreat or abuse or fuck with somebody's animal at the same time because, you know, that that living being didn't do shit to me and doesn't deserve that. So if he's being an asshole to your dog, then I would say definitely get rid of him. But if not, if it's just like a general... Ugh, get that from around me type situation, then I'm not you just have to set dog. right. You have to set clear boundaries, like fine. I will cleanse myself. I won't bring dog breath over to you. Nothing like that. Fine, we can agree on that. But this dog lives here, and I'm not gonna get rid of her. So either you can find a way to deal with it, or we won't be together. And if he doesn't want to be with you because you have a dog, then I mean, tell of them, all like, things, then he can go. Like honestly, that's the dumbest fucking thing to want to break up with somebody for, or leave somebody for. In my opinion, but if it's that deep, then trust me when I tell you, he's meant to leave. Yeah. So, because it just seems like maybe he's controlling in a way. It's bitch, like please. you were you were good with the idea of a dog in theory, and then it happened, and now you're like just being a brat about it. Putting the dog outside without asking me would really be what pissed me off. Like that's my dog, and this is my house. So, so I don't even understand. What and the you don't fuck even live here. So what the fuck are you doing? That would piss me off. Like it's not even really so. I mean, it's definitely about the dog, but it's like you need to respect that this is my house and that dog belongs to me. So don't fuck with anything in my house without asking me first or you can just go but I mean that's all there is to that because <laughs> at the very least if that nigga leaves and doesn't come back that dog will keep you great company 
Right. I wish a nigga would come to my house yes. and tell me that I got to get rid of Link. <laughs> Bitch, I'm, I will never see your ass again much faster than I get rid of my dog and she can't stand me. <laughs> right, because... Link is like, I'm watching Belly. Why Why are you talking to me? Maybe if you're sad or heartbroken or whatever, dogs, pets, you know, animal companions can cheer you up, you know, especially dogs. Like for me, like they lick your face and they just want you to be My happy. And- <laughs> that's, a, that's one thing that we got... Under Link doesn't lick you because you you got quickly. her to not do that. She will be right in my face too. Sometimes, like like getting real close. To like, like, can I, like, can I lick you? You were just eating something good. <laughs> <laughs> that's as far. That's like, as far as it gets. She, she get all up on your lips. Like I could smell it. Is it Cheetos? It's like real close. What like, is it? It just smells barbecue. So delicious. <laughs> <laughs> but she knows better. But she never crosses that line. She ain't stupid. Yeah, no. The animals over people forever. Forever and for, for ever. Ever. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> people are flawed as shit. You probably ain't even like that nigga in another year. Anyway, good luck to you. At the bare minimum, lay down some ground rules about your house and your things. Let us know how it goes. Our next question comes from, let's call her Carla. She says, my sister-in-law is graduating from Liberty University in May. And I just want to say, we got three letters from people this week about this same topic. Okay. One of them is actually graduating from Liberty and the other two are invited. Um, It was just announced last week that President Circus Peanut will be the commencement speaker for the ceremony. Wow. When my sister-in-law texted me and told me, my immediate text back to her was, are you kidding? I am not going to that. Hell no. (laughs) She responded, you would just drop me like that? And I said, yes, because of that clown, I will. I will go to your individual degree ceremony where they call your name. But there is no way in hell I'm sitting through any words from that ass wipe. She got quiet and I explained to her that it is, of course, not personal, but I just can't because he is a wretched human who is making the office of the presidency an international joke. And I told her I would pray about it. I've consulted some friends and gotten mixed responses along racial lines, which is not a surprise to me at all, including some who say that she, who is also black, shouldn't attend her damn self. What should I do? I'm super proud of my sister-in-law's achievements and finally getting her bachelor's as a 40-plus-year-old wife and mother of three. But I definitely do not want to be sitting there getting my blood pressure up listening to King Douche. Plus, in terms of support, I feel like I'm already giving you the whole weekend with all the ceremonies, parties, etc. And that is a particularly hard weekend for me because my mother passed a couple years ago. So even the thought of being in Virginia on Mother's Day is already trying enough. Would it be wrong of me to skip this one part of the weekend? Please help Carla, which is a fake name I just gave her. Um, I don't know if it would be wrong. Mm, absolutely. I, I'm going to say it's absolutely not wrong. Because the thing about colleges, almost all universities, they have like smaller graduation ceremonies for the people in your specific yeah. college. And then they have the big one where they spend lots of money on a speaker yeah, yeah, and everybody yeah. comes and all that. And so I feel like the smaller graduation is the real one anyway that most people care about. So... If my family was like, I would be willing to come to that, but not to go see Donald Trump at your big ceremony, I would be more than okay with that. Because I also am not going to graduation if Donald Trump is the speaker. I I wouldn't be going. (laughs) I won't be there. So I just don't see. So I don't see anything wrong with you being like, sis, I'm not going to that. I'm really sorry. I know. I mean, I'm so proud of you. And I'm coming down. I got a I got a gift. I'm putting in on your birthday, your graduation dinner and all that. We got balloons. Like I'm totally part of the celebration. So happy for you. Just cannot make it to that one thing. I wouldn't be able to do it. Mm-mm. I wouldn't be able to do it either. Um, I don't know about 
your family, but I know that my family, first of all, none of them niggas would ever be there either. But just like, I'm just saying, like, let's say that my brother was graduating or something mm-hmm. and Donald Trump was speaking at it and he was going and I told him, I wouldn't even have to. I would call my brother up and be like, look, and he'd be like, I didn't think so. It's fine. <laughs> like, it's totally okay. Don't worry I'll about it. I'll see you at Cheesecake Factory <laughs> after. <laughs> <laughs> whatever like meet us at Brahms girl <laughs> right it's 9 30 whatever it's totally fine I don't care my brother would call me like sis don't take this the wrong way but <laughs> Donald Trump is speaking at graduation and I just think it's for the best if I don't give you a ticket yeah <laughs> like not even wait for you to say anything right? just, not even gonna give me the chance you're to, just not invited you're just you can't go <laughs> you're just not allowed to be there and I'd be like that's fair cause it's gonna be a bunch of make America great agains at that whole fucking I mean it's a Christian school anyway it's called Liberty University so you you know what's happening going into it like Liberty University is a mess <laughs> Liberty but just the thought of being surrounded by all those white faces ugh, and you know they are bringing those Make America Great Again hats. Oh, God. And there's going to be a Snapchat filter. And ugh. everybody's going to be wearing those damn ugh. red ties. Oh, God. No, I can't do it. Fuck that. I Hell think the no. red tie is like a symbol for bloodlust. <laughs> it's starting to feel that way, ain't it? Mm-mm. I don't know. But yeah, no, I totally wouldn't go. And if they love you, they would totally understand. Yeah. I mean, this is your sister in law at that, not your sister. So I would tell whoever is I married mean, so to her. Max. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would tell my brother, listen, you need to talk to your wife because I can not tell her she don't want me there. Really? She don't really want me there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. If it does get to, well, I mean, can't you just, then you just transform it into, in full honesty, you don't want me to be there. Like, I'm. I'm actually doing you and everybody else a favor. I'll be like, sis, let's think about this. Come on, think about me. Think about how long you've known me, the type of bitch that I am, the things that I turn. I'll be ready to fight white people for anything. Do you really want me at your graduation getting arrested and embarrassing you? Is Being that what you want? News. Is this what you want? You don't want that. You don't want me to slap the shit out of eight white people at your graduation and cause a ruckus. Grandma boxing with Secret Service. <laughs> oh, God. And then you had to deal with the fucking Secret like... Service. Oh, that graduate. The traffic and the lines and the security and everything about that day is going to suck. And you know he's making us pay about five million more just for extra added everything because everybody hates that bitch. Right. Mm -mm. No. Even at a Christian university, he won't be covered with God. (laughs) Okay. God ain't got nothing to do with Donald Trump. And really, honestly, probably ain't got nothing to do with Liberty University either. Nothing (laughs) to (laughs) do with it. So, no. Uh, Stay firm in this. Do not go to that. It's for your your own health. I definitely wouldn't. And she'll be all right. She'll get over it. So our last question comes from Brittany. She says, this question is primarily for Kid Fury, but Crystal, feel free to chime in as everyone struggles with this in life. I struggled with whether I should even ask this question, but I have depression and balancing staying true to myself and not changing who I am just to fit into societal norms, such as plastering a smile on my face to make other people feel warm and fuzzy so you won't get called me so you won't get called mean and rude all the time which i do i remember you saying you have resting bitch face too but you also don't think but you also don't have a problem with friendships like i do i struggle with this severely the combination of depression being an introvert and having a pretty quiet life is wearing me down from all angles how do you do with misperceptions or being called mean often when you know you're not in fact that you're struggling with depression and trying to stay true to yourself thank you 
uh, please don't say this part. Oh, never mind. <laughs> so I won't say the part after that. Right. <laughs> well, <laughs> I. Ooh, sorry, Brittany. Sorry, girl. I almost fucked it up, but I didn't save myself. Um, I just don't care, honestly. I think that that's what it is. It sounds so, I guess, maybe cliche would be the word. I don't know. But I really don't. I think that you're going to be called a lot of things in your life that aren't true. And people are going to say a lot of things about you that are not true or that aren't true to you. And so wasting your time and energy battling with people over you know the honesty of yourself who am I and what I mean and what my intentions are and all that other type of shit like Mm -hmm. show and prove just be the best most honest you that you could possibly be if that is a depressed introverted quiet motherfucker then that's who you are for now if you want more out of that and that's what you want. Mm-hmm. And you go, but at the end of the day, everything that you do and the choices that you make have to be something that you are going to be able to sleep with at night that make you and keep you happy. And outside influences shouldn't have anything to do with that. So that's what when I say, like, if people call you mean and you know that you're not being mean, you're just, you know, dealing with depression and it keeps you quiet and you're not friendly and you don't give a fuck to talk to people or make friends. <laughs> like, that's just you know who you are. It's not necessarily mean to me. Like, I've always had an issue with this. Like, I've had so many times where I've had to ask people, like, what is so offensive about me not saying shit to none of y'all? Like, why is it so hard? Well, people want you to like them. Specifically you. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about people who, like, I, people who I know that know me and that have known me. Gotcha. You know, I'm talking about people who know me personally. If I'm not speaking... Or even if you just meet me, too. Like, if I'm not talking to you or I'm not talking to anybody, how does that... Like, what is so awful about that it would be mean to me for me to be speaking to you and saying things that are not kind which i can do oh God. but i choose not to oh most times because that leads to a whole type of thing that i don't want to get into and again i don't like to argue or fuss or fight because i don't like the way that it makes me feel mm-hmm. so these are again choices that i make for me and what is going to keep me at peace now if you aren't talking to anybody if you're not getting any kind of help i suggested try the talk space try anything you know what i'm saying yeah just again for your own thing not to make friends not everybody needs friends i think that everybody should have at least a couple people in their corner that they can go to that they trust whether it's your family or not but not everybody needs to be a social butterfly that's just climbing the rafters and saying hey god i'm just taking a slice out of life today and the world's my <laughs> oyster what like no not everybody is like that myself within the past year i was after my grandma died is when i was like okay i need to break out of my shell a little bit i'm gonna try and be more social and i would start going out to parties more and actually speaking to people and making more of an effort to smile i don't feel like different in terms of myself the type of person i am or the way i feel about people i do think that it's a little bit easier for me to be nicer to people when i first meet them and it's not even about being nicer it's more about being like willing to be open right and like receptive to 
like a conversation or meeting somebody or getting to know someone, even if it's just for a little, a couple hours or a couple minutes or whatever. Whereas before, we're just kind of like, I don't know you and I don't need to. Please go away. <laughs> right. Like so, airplanes. But that is just, again, that was something for me. I was like, I spent so many years in a bubble. I want to see, you know, like how different life might be if whatever i'll take the l it's been a while whatever it's fine it doesn't matter once again either way (laughs) you know i tried to do something a little bit more for myself in the end i did see that oh i can be a little bit more social and it was nice to feel that way and i'm good (laughs) like now i'm just like all right yeah i tried it out made a couple of new friends or whatever that was fine but i don't feel like that's something that i needed to do i don't feel like you have to be any certain certain type of way if you're not going out of your way to hurt people if you're not intentionally being you know hurtful to people for no reason at all and that's just how you are all of the time and you have no friends and you're just a disney villain then yeah maybe you should go and try something a little bit different but if you just know that you have something that you're uh, struggling with mentally and emotionally deal with that shit because odds are even when you do get a little bit more help and you feel like you're in a more peaceful place, you probably won't feel that differently about people. You know, like, I don't think right. I'm ever going to be someone who's just going to be like, hey, bitch, I'm here, everybody. Oh, hey, you been, I ain't seen you in three months. Oh, my God, let's all take a selfie together. That's not ever going to be no, I can't me. even picture that. But I'm good with me that I am, so it's good enough. It pays the bills, and yeah. I don't, you know. And that's what matters. Have a bunch of vendettas in the street. Yeah, that's I my think knowledge. the only thing I would add to that is, you know, it might be helpful for you to talk to the people that you do consider friends. Like, if they you know, are getting the wrong impression about whatever or they think you're being mean or closed off when really you're just dealing with stuff. It might be helpful to say, hey, I don't really know how to talk about this, but I'm kind of struggling with some stuff mentally and I don't always feel the best. And so, you know, maybe that offers some context for them and they can be like a better friend to you because they don't they're not taking it personally. They're not like, oh, she's mad at me or oh, God, I need something, you know, like just saying, you know, this is something I struggle with. And so it's nothing personal, that sort of thing that might help um, as far as your personal relationships are concerned. But I think Fury's right, you know, for the most part, you are who you are. And if you're not the super chatty or always have a smile on your face type person and you're just not that type and there's nothing wrong with that like everybody ain't like that right and i mean you don't, <laughs> that's not even necessarily a depressed thing like there are plenty of people who aren't struggling with depression and still are just not queen friendly <laughs> just not that like not everybody is social and and you know walks into a room and is just ready to be friends with everybody yeah and that's totally okay i don't think there's anything wrong with that i think that society just kind of makes us feel like everybody's supposed to be a sunflower all of the time and that's just irrational or sometimes you get called mean when what you really are is just like not interested in participating in whatever other dumbness is going on or you're just honest (laughs) right or you're honest or you're like the only black person at work and white people are talking about cats and casseroles and you can't relate and so you're mean because you can't come over and talk to them about the last episode of girls and oh my god what's hannah gonna have and all this you never want to talk to us we have nothing (laughs) i don't yeah okay what do you want to talk about um other people's perceptions. Did you watch Amy Schumer's? No. See, <laughs> no, I, I don't. See, see, you lost me we already. Aren't this is why it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I don't want to do this. Yeah, other people's perception of you matters way less than who you know you are. So try not to let that get to you. But good luck. Send your questions to asktherita@gmail.com, and we'll be back.
Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time, if it's been on your mind, to give it a try. Celebrate May Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of the read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code space eight. Zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. Okay, we are back, and it is now time for the read. It sure is. Do you have one this week, or yeah, it should be really. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> so, two things. First, as I was flying back home to New York from Dallas this past weekend, um. We were flying on one of those baby planes, you know, oh, those Lord. skinny mini planes. Actually, it wasn't one of like the really small ones, but it was like the two on one side, two on the other side yeah. sort of deal. Still a little too small for me. Still too small for me, but I've been on smaller, so I had to count my blessings. Either way, flying back to New York from Dallas, Fort Worth, I believe is the airport. Now, I fly Delta all the time. And you and I, we both fly all the time. Yes. So we do this. We've been on a couple. I know For how to fly. Ever reason on this flight, Asante is sitting right next to me. Um, Michelle, who has been on the road with us, helping out one of Alex's best friends, who you probably recognize from dancing like crazy at either parties that I throw or in promo videos with me and Naima or somebody else. She went hiking with Naima on, uh, on Sisterhood of Hip Hop. Oh, yes. So Michelle's crazy fun. So she's sitting right beside Asante. I'm at the window. Asante's in the aisle. So at one point when they bring in the, the drinks and stuff, I asked the uh, one of the attendants who is a black guy uh, for, uh, I asked him, do you have any tea? And he didn't answer me. He just gave me a tea bag and then starts to pour the hot water. I didn't say anything. Again, hmm. I'm going to, all right. I looked at the, the tea bag and it said black tea. And I don't really drink black tea like that. But I decided not to make a fuss because he was already paying, pouring the water. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, you know, I was expecting that when I said, do you have tea? The response would have been like, yes, we've got <laughs> such and such. Because there are so many different types of tea. You've got peppermint. You've got ginger. you got lemon ginger. you got chamomile. you got chai. you got jasmine. You have so many green, white, black, kinds, yes. orange, all kinds of different tea so I thought that he would tell me this is the type of tea that we have he did not do that but again I am the type of person I don't like 
to be immediately combative. <laughs> because I just, I don't like the place that it takes me to. I don't like getting angry. I, I don't like that it wake, the way that it makes me feel. And again, we're on a plane. It's like... It's pretty early. I want to say maybe nine or something in the a.m. So it's kind of like start of the day flight, whatever. And everybody's, you know, just kind of getting their shit together. So I'm not trying to make no big deal out of it. I said, well, let's see what this shit tastes like. So he gives me two sugars, put it in a cup. It's awful. It's so bad. Um, So he's gone, but I pushed the little flight attendant button. You hear a plane wide ding. <laughs> And the little green light up above comes on. It's taking them a while. I didn't make a big deal out of it because I said he just, he's serving. So it's going to take him a while. He can't come right back. So eventually I see him coming back up the aisle with the cart. He sees light. He doesn't say anything. He keeps going. He's got to put the stuff away. I don't make a big deal out of it. Maybe 10 or so minutes go by. Here he comes again down the aisle. He looks at the light. He keeps going. He doesn't say anything. Now, I didn't say anything to him at that point because I'm thinking maybe somebody else and I didn't realize or there might be something. He's like, let me just not say anything. Your patience is amazing at this point. Because I I did what I was supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Like, I did. I needed help. I buzzed (laughs) the thing to show you that I needed help. At this point, the ball is literally in your court. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to keep doing it. Like, you see the light. Mm -hmm. You saw, you, what? This isn't, you know, we're not flying to to Paris. We're not going to Australia. We aren't going to Saturn, Jupiter, or Mars. Mm -mm. So this is a very small flight, and it wasn't full. So... I was confused as to why I wasn't getting help at some point. But at, after that point, I said, you know what? I'm just going to wait for them to come with the garbage thing. And I'm going to just throw the fucking tea away. I'm not even going to make a big deal. Because originally I was going to ask him for a ginger ale instead. I was like, you know what? Whatever. I'm just going to wait. So eventually something happened. Like I had to like lean over and get something out of the... Uh, the pocket, in pocket? The, yeah, and that person like jerked forward a little bit, and the cop, the tea fell over, oh, no. all over my jeans. It fell into the pocket where my phone was, oh, so was my pissed. phone was wet. My Jordan, my Jordans are wet. Oh, no. My bag. So I'm fuming, and I get up. No, I ring the thing again, and nobody's coming. And I look up, and it's the black stewardess up at the front and like a Latina girl mm-hmm. and they're ch- ch- chatting and so Asante like had to get up <laughs> Asante had to get up because he got wet too and so he gets out and I go up the aisle and I go up to them and I'm just like can I have some napkins because I spilled that damn tea all over myself or whatever and the attendant the guy goes oh there's some like there are napkins in the bathroom like heavy duty napkins I said, can I have some napkins because I spilled the tea like... That's not what I... So the girl goes into the bathroom and grabs me a couple of napkins and gives or like hands them out to me. And I just take them from her and I just walk back to my seat. I didn't say thank you or nothing because I was pissed. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she would say, oh, there are napkins in the bathroom. Bitch, you're a flight attendant. Like your job is to attend to people on the... Fl- like, bitch, like your job is to do... Wh- you want... What? Anyway, I go back to my seat. I'm wiping off my stuff and everything, and I sit back down. When I tell you, like, two minutes later, the girl 
who gave me the napkins, is now coming down the aisle with the bag to throw stuff away. She gets to the aisle right in front of us, or to the rows right in front of us, turns to her left, gets her little bag, you know, trash from everyone, turns to her right, gets her little trash from them over there, comes to the one now with me and Asante, turns over to where them other people are across from Mm -hmm. us, gets the trash, and then she moves forward. What? No, she didn't. Yes. Yes, she did. Everybody lived on this flight? So, I had my headphones on like this, and I just knocked them off. I said, <laughs> excuse me. Oh, I know you was hated. I said, excuse me. You see that I have stuff to, to throw away. And she turned or whatever, like, real slow and looked at me. And I just threw them at her. Oh, my God. I lost it. <laughs> I mean, it was three napkins. It was a boulder. And it didn't even hit her. But I just, like, I just tossed them at her or whatever. Because I was like, wow. Are you, you, like, she intentionally, first of all, Damn. my phone was wet, my pants wet, my shoes wet, my bag wet from this tea that y'all should have came and got forever ago. And you and homie walked past me a gang of times seeing the light on and didn't say anything to me. Then you tried to get me to go get my own napkins and they had an attitude with me because you had to go into the bathroom and get the napkins for me. And then you intentionally passed me. You knew I had trash to throw away, girl. You just gave it to me. And you knew what I had to use it for. And then you turn around looking real slick when I said, girl, what? So I threw them at her. Amazing. And she goes, that's terrible. And I said, <laughs> <laughs> that's it, girl. <laughs> I said, you're right. It is terrible. Just like you're terrible. And so is your mother. <laughs> and I put on my headphones and I went back to listening to, I don't know, Michael made it or some <laughs> ghetto shit. And apparently what? I didn't hear this, but Michelle said all of the white women in the vicinity like gasped, like everyone in like a certain circumference. <laughs> I know they did. Like all the white women, oh my goodness, his mo- her mother? <laughs> my oh my God. <laughs> that's I why mean, I started the show with your mother. Yes, your mother. I said it. I'm grown. I said what I want. Because, excuse me, like... They had you fucked up, friend. They did. They had you fucked up. They did. Now, I don't encourage people to just be going around no, throwing this sounds things sounds like assault. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't get in trouble for that. I really am. I don't give a fine... Because it sounds like how you can't throw nothing at MTA work. Right. Like, that's what I thought of, like, after I did it. <laughs> but I didn't care. Like, I was so furious. Like, the... F- no pun intended. I was trying, like, the best to keep myself together. You pa- And Michelle didn't even get a drink. They passed her and didn't even ask her what she wanted to drink. But you saw me with these napkins, yeah. and you passed me on purpose, and I did not do anything to anybody. I'm the one who got the hot, scalding hot tea right. to fall on me. And my actually, I'm lying. The tea wasn't hot by that point. But... I was the one who was drenched in your nasty black tea that I didn't even fucking want after I was trying to be reasonable with y'all. And you bitches were the one on that motherfucking flight not wanting to do your goddamn job. So I bet you the next time that you hear a ding on a motherfucking Delta aircraft, you will take your black, white, Latina, green, beige, whatever color ass over to that seat and ask them how may you motherfucking help them. That's it. That's it. I don't try to make a big deal. I tip. I say thank you. I say please. I say may I. I don't just go around like a fucking tyrant and just treat everybody like garbage. But you had me absolutely full circle fucked up that day. And my mother would be absolutely ashamed of me if she knew that I threw them napkins at your ass. (laughs) But you know what? I don't regret it. How dare you? Oh, Lord. And you 
know what, friend? I'm honestly totally with you because you exercised a great deal of patience in sitting there, even after you had rung the attendant bell, especially on Delta of all airlines. I just don't expect lazy service. So I don't care if it's a commuter flight or not. The fact that they sat there and ignored you with that little light on and then the tea spilled, I would have been like, it's your fault the tea spilled because you should have been came and got this from me. I cut the fucking light on. Exactly. And not only did I cut the light on waiting for you to come get the tea that is now covering my jeans and things but I decided after you said fuck me that I just wasn't going to make a big deal out of it I said it was quite like I could have fussed I could have yelled at y'all ages ago when you walked past me 13 goddamn times and didn't pick it up when you saw this big bright green light in your fucking face and I didn't I left you I let you cook and you disrespected me time after time after time so you were gonna hold these heavy duty napkins that homeboy and I was pissed because when I went to go get off of the flight he wasn't standing up in the front because I wanted to give it to his ass too Mm -hmm. but he He got missing she probably went back was like that bitch that we tried it with <laughs> <laughs> threw them napkins at me and his ass was missing because she was up at the front when you, we were getting off or whatever and was like I was waiting I was like ooh I want her to say something to me when I get up off, off this flight because mm. that captain is going to be right there and I'm going to make a huge deal I'm going to tell all your business I'm going to make sure if you just got this job today is going to be your last day because not only did I have <laughs> shit that I that like now my things are sullied and soiled but it's because of you. And then you were rude to me. All yes. I did was talk about your mama and throw some napkins at you that really didn't even touch you. Right. So. I mean, I don't I don't really see the issue here. So I don't feel bad at all. And you will think twice the next time you want to get on one of these fucking planes and try it with somebody. How dare you? But all she said to me was, have a good day. And I didn't say anything back. I was really tempted to say, have a bad one, sis. But I just left her alone. <laughs> and I felt like I did enough. Delta just. So that was my read. Also, I just really want to quickly point out... Um, that I'm troubled with this uh, It movie. This isn't a re- like a read, but the trailer for the new It came out today. And as a fan of horror movies and a fan of the original It movie, I'm just a little concerned. Because first of all, you know, Tim Curry's It is just timeless and classic. But also the things that made, I was maybe like 10 or 11, 12. I don't know how old I was when I saw it for the first time. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't the first scary movie I saw. And I don't remember being like petrified. Oh my God, this is the scariest movie ever. It just fucked me up for life. It wasn't that scary to me, but it was scary and I did enjoy it. And I liked it because it was subtle how scary it was. He looked like a regular ass clown that just happened to be an evil monster that was terrorizing a town and then killing kids and whatever, whatever the fuck this shit was. This is now like they're making him look scary and it's like they're trying to make it this new age horror that's just in your face, pop up at you scary. Like, did you ever watch it? You don't watch No, but I had a Stephen King moment in my youth and I read pretty much all his books. So you read the book? Yes. Okay. So the book is definitely better than the miniseries was? Stephen King's books are phenomenal. I put them up there with anybody's. I mean, I don't think there's a Stephen King movie oh, or man. any Thinner kind of adaptation. Thinner really fucked me up. I think his books have always been better than the films and shows. But it was definitely like the original miniseries or movie, whatever you want to call it. I enjoyed it because I thought that they did it like in that first, in the scene where Georgie has like the 
spoiler, I guess. I don't know where the fuck you've been. But <laughs> when that little paper boat goes into the sewer and P- Pennywise the clown pops up and starts chatting with him. Like, Georgie was already dumb for talking to a fucking clown that's in a fucking <laughs> sewer. Just like, oh, hey, girl. So... What you doing? (laughs) He was already done for that, but he looked like a regular clown. So it was like he's a little kid. He's like, what the fuck are you doing here? But, you know, I'm just chilling. You know, hey, you know, that kind of was already bizarre. But the fact that you made this clown now look terrifying and gross and grotesque and weird and kind of like Mandark from Dexter's Laboratory. Like now, how am I supposed to like it won't make any sense at all for this kid to be talking to this ugly bitch. (laughs) What? I just... I'm going to go see it because it does still kind of look like it's going to be good as a horror movie, but it looks like they're taking out some of the subtle stuff that made it scary. Him just skipping down the street in that picture and then jumping up on this light and being like, hey, kids, I'm a regular clown just like anyone else, but I'm going to murder you and everyone that you love. That's what made it scary to me. Not that they had to do all these special effects and have them coming out of the water and whatever the fuck extra shit they're about to do with this shit. So Mm. I hope it's still good. I'm excited to see it or whatever, but I don't think it's going to be like the first one. And it's definitely not going to be as good as the book. But we'll Mm. see. Well, that makes me think of Jumanji and how they're changing it from a board game to a video game. That looks dreadful. I'm like... uh Let's just not do a Jumanji remake then. And I understand, you know, kids these days probably don't play that many board games. And, you know, you make it in video games to modernize it or whatever. But it just is not. No, I mean, I just feel the same way. Like, I feel like this new version is not going to be anywhere near as good. And, and there's no Robin Williams. I mean, I mean, I get, you know, The Rock or whatever. He's super fine and all this. But it's just not the same. So I like the concept of the fact that the actors in the movie are playing like avatars. So they're actually going to have to I'm sup- I'm assuming. I don't really know because obviously I haven't seen it. But they're going to have to act as if they're somebody that isn't their body, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, the Avatar, it's just like the character that you pick in a game. Yeah. So Jack Black, I read, is like a, what a, a girl. Oh, really? Picked his character. And so I'm assuming that what would make the movie interesting is that Jack Black is going to be this guy who's dressed like he's going on a safari or whatever, but he's going to have the mannerisms and behavior and vocabulary of like a schoolgirl. Hmm. I mean, that could be God only knows who the fuck Kevin Hart is supposed to be and Lord. whatever else. But I mean, I right. still don't want to see it because Jumanji is one of my favorite movies and it just... I'm just old. Don't fuck with my classics. <laughs> Or at least if you're going to do it again, then, like, take, like, the bits of the original that made it fun. (sighs) Anyway, I'm still, you know, I know that that movie's going to scare the absolute shit out of some kids. So I guess either way, the job is done. Because that's what really did it for it for a lot of people. They were terrified of clowns. That's the thing. Clowns are already creepy. They are. Like, can you just imagine if you were, like, walking down Times Square and then one of those Elmos or Spongebob started following you for 10 blocks? Hell no. And then skipping around and laughing? I would have turned around and smacked and punched <laughs> like, the shit out of that thing. That bitch don't have to look scary. That in itself mm-hmm. is just creepy. Yes. So Anything that talks and its mouth doesn't move is is terrifying. It is. So, just, if you have that power, don't do it around me. And I'm not even scared of clowns, but I could see why that is scary. It is. I just, <laughs> it just is. You're going to try and make it like The Conjuring or something, and I just feel oh, like it's going to Oh, no, no, no. Mm, Although The Conjuring, the first one, was a lot of fun. Every scary movie scares me, so. I love them. We don't have to get, we don't have to get started on I that. I love a good horror movie. Huh, so, well, I Evil Dead was a good remake to me. 
evil did not see i didn't see the first or you this, don't, I don't need know. to see any of them not for you <laughs> thank you so much one Karen. two three none of them you don't need to watch the series that is not for you even though what's her name oh god why am i forgetting her name from girlfriends tony Jill Marie Jones Jones was in the Evil Dead show in the first season, and she was pretty good. Well, if you tell me not to watch it, I'm certainly not. But you definitely don't need to watch it. You won't sleep. Okay. Well, fuck that then. Okay. Is that it? Oh, yeah. That's mine. Okay. So, this week in White People Being White, first I want to go back to Black Excellence and our auntie Maxine Waters because she has been tried repeatedly by white people, you know, really over the course of her lifetime, but specifically since Trump has been nominated because she has been one of the few Democrats. Well, I won't say few, but I will say she's she seems to be one of the genuine Democrats who are more Unwavering. like more than anything else. We have got to get him the fuck out of office. And I won't stop. I don't care about making nice with him or anybody in his cabinet. I want all of them gone. And I really fucks with that. Anybody who is trying to work with Trump's administration, I don't want to hear shit from you. I want to hear from the people who are like, let's get this motherfucker out of here. Fair enough. So earlier this week, Bill O'Reilly's dumbass was on Fox and Friends. I just hate him so much. And they were playing a video of Queen Maxine Waters um, talking about how liberals who are fighting to get Donald Trump out of office are actually bigger and greater patriots than the Republicans who are falling in line with his dumb shit because, you know, they actually give a shit about America and they don't want it to be, you know, the junior version of Russia and, you know, they just don't want this nigga Putin and all them to be running our shit over here. You Completely know, just irrational things. Small things, things you know. Stupid things, small unfair. things that they care about. Terrible, unfair. So while she's actually saying things that, you know, are important and valid and people should be listening to, Bill O'Reilly's Bill O'Reilly says, I didn't hear anything she said. I was so, so, so totally distracted by this James Brown wig she have on. And then so then everybody is like, <gasps> you know, the, the white woman is like, oh my goodness. And then the, of course the white man cracks up. That yeah. is just so funny the to funniest him. Thing he's ever and so he keeps life. going. He's like, if you got a picture of James Brown, just look, it's the same wig this is this and i'm like so you know whatever marginal amount of credit to the other little white woman i don't know what her name is or something white but she was like you know i have to defend her you can't go after a woman's looks this 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 i think she's very attractive and so then bill tries to follow it up with oh no i didn't say she was unattractive i'm just saying it's james brown's hair but i have a lot of respect for maxine waters you know i really think she's great she should come on the show and i would love to talk to her this 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 and so there's lots lots of things wrong here maxine waters would probably rather swallow her own <laughs> First of all, Maxine Waters is over here talking to people who actually matter, who have real power and influence in American government, such as herself. Bill O'Reilly certainly has power. He's a white man with a lot of influence, but she's actually working in government. Like, that is her job. So I would not be mad at all if Maxine Waters decided to focus on the people who actually matter. Secondly, I don't even know if there's words to describe how racist you have to be to address a woman, a black congresswoman who is talking about certainly one of the biggest political scandals, if not the biggest political scandal I will ever see in my lifetime. Probably. <laughs> and the fact that she is address- she's addressing this massive issue that affects not just America, but the whole fucking globe. And you are worried about her wig, which, by the way, is better than everything you've ever done in your entire life. Every <laughs> stretch of the way. 
every Somebody single to say pluck it. in her wig it's is better than your very best day, Bill O'Reilly. Like, you are every not day. qualified to debate the wig, much less her. So the fact that you even said anything about it, like, you just wanted to diminish everything that this black woman is and stands for, everything that she knows, just, just the fact that she even exists. Like, you're so upset and pressed about it that the first thing you go to is her hair. And not even just talking about her hair, but deliberately calling it a wig and then mm-hmm. tying it back into James Brown. You know, just like another way to cut at a black woman. Yep. Like, oh, that's her. The wig is this, this, this. And I know the little white girl tried, a little half-hearted try of like, oh, don't talk about her. I think she's very attractive. It's not really about whether you find Maxine Waters attractive. I really don't give a shit if your dick gets hard when you look at her because that is totally fucking irrelevant. It has nothing to do with the words that she said. And so being like, oh, well, I'm just not listening to her because of the wig. It's just like, I'm not, what you're really saying is I'm not listening to her because that's a black woman who's making good points and I don't feel like arguing with it or I'm incapable of arguing with it because you can't argue the motherfucking truth, which is exactly what Angela Rye had to show that bitch Joe Walsh on CNN when she said, because, so, Anyway, I just wanted to make sure I address the fact that Bill O'Reilly is a total bitch and Maxine Waters is every fucking thing. But moving right along to Angela and Joe Walsh, that whole conversation was about how he had misconstrued something she said where he was like, oh, Angela talking about Obama's the next best thing to Jesus. She's like, if you actually watched what I said was that Obama had to be the next best thing to Jesus. Like he had to be like that just to get shit done. Like y'all held. And so he was saying that they held Barack Obama he said we held Barack Obama to a much lower standard than any other president because he was the first black one and everybody was afraid of stepping on toes or being called racist. And I'm thinking now I lived through the entire Obama presidency. It just ended like yesterday. So I remember it, you know, and I remember white people holding Barack Obama to an incredibly strict standard. I remember y'all actually, he was saying, oh, y'all, we didn't, we didn't vet him. And it was just this kind of, and so the whole time Angela's face is screwed up because he's not saying anything that is factual or anything that makes sense. Like we can all remember two years ago when y'all were beefing with President Barack Obama. He tried to get healthcare and shit signed into law and y'all arguing with him every fucking step of the way, every single thing thing he did y'all challenged him on it fuck you mean he wasn't vetted the fact that he was black and had a black wife meant during the entire fucking campaign all they did was vet him they spent so many times so much time so many man hours digging up whatever they could about president obama and the best they could come up with was maybe he wasn't born in america and the pastor of his church don't like white people that was the best they could come up (laughs) with during the campaign against barack obama donald trump scandals Donald Trump got more scandals in any four hour time period than Barack Obama has had in his entire life. Can you imagine President Obama said simple fact when you're famous, they let you do it. You can just grab him by the pussy. They would have impeached that nigga the next week. It wouldn't have been no way in hell. So don't. So again, shout out to Angela for handling that and just giving him straight pure facts and then reminding him like because that was the other thing. Joe Wash called Barack Obama unqualified. It's just like, are you kidding me? Next to this reality show, this the celebrity apprentice host, are you fucking kidding me? Like he spent ten years Shut as your a mouth, senator, Kate. which is longer than you spend in office. I will remind you, you served one term, so maybe you want to shut the fuck up, Playboy. Amen. So shout out to Angela Rye. Shout out to Maxine Waters. Fuck Bill O'Reilly. Two smart snacks and fuck George Fought. 
I believe that's how you pronounce his name. George Fought or Fout. Probably fart. Who knows? But anyway, he's from Oklahoma. So, of course, anytime news comes out of Oklahoma, first of all, everybody in the world tags me in it. Thank you so much. And secondly, it's almost always shitty because Oklahoma lawmakers are not known for being much uh, better than that. So, George Fought introduced this bill. It's a very radical anti-abortion bill. Introduced to the Oklahoma House last week and it has already actually already passed the House is waiting for a vote in the Oklahoma Senate. And it is going to punish doctors who perform abortions in cases of Down syndrome or any genetic abnormality, even if the pregnancy is the result of incest or rape. These are like fines up to one hundred thousand dollars for any doctors who violate the prohibition. And a woman who has had an abortion can file a civil lawsuit against the doctor who performed it. Now, this This is just one of the many ways that conservative states try to pass, like, try to make it illegal to get an abortion without actually making it illegal to get an abortion, which federally they cannot do. So they do everything they can to get around the issue and limit the number of abortions or limit the number of abortions that are performed, period. And so the fact that there is no exception for cases of incest or rape is like really the issue that causes other people to speak up because even if you feel like abortion should be you know universally granted and all access to it and all these other things pretty much everybody can agree that rape victims should be allowed to decide what happens to their body especially after something so traumatic and of course in cases of incest those are almost always young girls who are being molested by older relatives and so it's like why would you want to inflict additional trauma onto somebody who has already been traumatized anyway so representative Corey williams who is a democrat um asked him you know is rape the will of god and george said well you know if you read the bible there's a couple circumstances where it happened and the lord uses all circumstances and so you can go down that path but unfortunately you know rape is a reality and so Corey follows it up like is incest the will of god and god says you know same thing you know it doesn't have anything to do with this bill and so he points out Corey says you know it, it really does because if you're not making exceptions for rape or incest and you're saying that god is the reason that you not you, you know that that this is the case then i think it's important to know whether you actually believe that these things are the will of god and so he says it's a great question to ask and obviously if it happens in someone's life it may not be the best thing that ever happened but what? if you're saying that God is not sovereign with every activity ha- that happens in someone's life and can't use anything and everything in someone's life, then I disagree with that. Jesus. So afterwards, he uh, gave a statement I'm to so the uh, news station down there and said, life, no matter how it is conceived, is valuable and something to be protected. Let me be clear. God never approves of rape or incest. However, even in the oh, worst circumstances, shit. God can bring beauty from ashes. Oh, my God. Right? It was like, when I read the story, it got progressively worse. And it's just like, this is, first of all, this is another link for me to add to the collection of when people ask me, why did you leave Oklahoma? It's like, I have a folder of news stories. (laughs) Like, okay, girl. Here's the (laughs) Bible-sized history that I've taken. Same with Florida. (sighs) This is just, you know... People, these conservatives, these pro-life assholes, they are so worried about fetuses and pregnancies. And like they want to make sure that if for some reason you have a fertilized egg in your uterus, bitch, it better stay there. But the nanosecond you give birth, they are 
scrapping funding to every conceivable program that might help you and your baby get your shit together during its first years of life. They want to cut WIC. They want to cut food stamps. They want all women on Medicaid to give. If you give birth, you have to go back to birth within 60 days. Bitch, that is two months. They want you to have no more than two months of staying at home with your newborn fucking infant, a whole human that you made with your body and shit it out of yourself. They want you to stay at home for six to eight weeks at the most. And then you need to get your poor ass out there and get a job and find somebody to keep that fucking baby. Like these people don't actually care about the lives of children or mothers. They don't care about well-being. They really don't care about life, period. They care about pregnancy. They don't give a shit about what happens to you once you get on the earth. That's none of our business. And you shouldn't have been poor and having kids in the first place. It's like the Republicans really want want it both ways but what I want to focus on here is him saying that even in the worst circumstances God can bring beauty from ashes the beauty from ashes is not a pregnancy that you are forced to keep it is not having to be reminded of your rapist every day because you gave birth to that person's child it is not having to think about the trauma that you went through, you know, in childhood or as a young adult by your dad or your uncle or your cousin or whatever, because you were forced to keep a pregnancy that resulted from that. Beauty from Ashes is actually having a loving support system of people you can talk to after you go through something horrible like that and access to medical care that you can afford, which is something else Republicans have no intention or desire to provide and having like a therapist you can fucking talk to because that's some real shit you went through. Beauty from Ashes is actually healing from the horrible things that were done to you and finding peace and joy and happiness in life and managing to move on from the awful shit. That's what Beauty from Ashes is. Beauty from Ashes is not some white man stuck up in Oklahoma somewhere who has no idea what it's like to ever go through anything even remotely stressful telling you a woman who has gone through something so horrific I can't even imagine it that now you're forced to carry this baby anyway that's not beauty from ashes that's you being an asshole and claiming to represent God when all the while like we say all the time every time y'all invoke God's name I just know God is looking down like this is not what I planned this is not it I'm not involved in this. Nobody invited me into that. I don't have nothing to do with that. God did not give you the license to say, well, on behalf of my nigga in the sky, you cannot have an abortion no matter what. You just don't you you don't have that dominion over someone else's life. Let God be sovereign in your life. Let God manage all of your decisions let God guide your path you can't put your God on me because my God and your God ain't got shit to do with each other clearly not my God would never tell a victim of rape or incest that she has to deal with anything that happened to her because of that or that she has to like you just have to keep this oh sorry girl I know that you were violently raped at gunpoint or something awful like that but since you happen to be ovulating you're stuck with it like what the fuck what about that has anything to do with the tender mercy of Jesus Christ. What about it? I just don't get it. You talking about if you read the Bible, sir, maybe if you read the Bible, I think y'all just don't really know anything about Jesus, the person. It's kind of like you focus on all of the hate that you can possibly gleam and just every way that you can discriminate against somebody else and be terrible and completely forget that Jesus would have been like, Somebody go help this newborn and her mother find a place to live and give them some food. God would have God wouldn't be doing this. God, Jesus wouldn't be in charge of of slashing funding to social programs that help the poor. Jesus was actually all about the exact opposite of that. Pastors, there are pastors and, and churchgoers 
people who own, operate, run churches that are proudly in the KKK and write for the paper. Absolutely. And, you know, dedicate their lives to saying everybody who ain't white is shit. Mm-mm. So it's not, you know, surprising to me that so many racists are, all, are, are always like, you know, God, such and such and such. And I know that every single time they say his name, God is like, oh, girl, keep me out (laughs) of it. Stop talking about me. I don't know you. You don't know me. We do not speak. (laughs) I don't know her. It's with the J-Lo. I don't. I don't Um, know her. That ain't got nothing to do with me. Quit bringing God into this. If you want to be hateful, do it on your own. But this is just, it's awful. It's inhumane. You know something? It's totally lacking in compassion. People who worship Satan probably call him God. Uh. Because in many cultures and, you know, Hmm. like God isn't always like God. Like you can be a God or just Mm -hmm. the God of whatever it is that you believe in. So, again, these are demons. (laughs) They're probably saying God and me. That's clearly it. Right. Lucifer. And I mean, as a person, as a black woman descended of, you know, black enslaved people, you're not going to use the Bible to justify anything to me, girl. We already fell for that once. So <laughs> if, if this is what you're telling me, you're, this is your backup for it. Uh-uh, you're going to have to do something better than that. Sorry, girl. That ain't it. You just can't do it. You're not going to tell me, oh, well, God says, you know, rape happens in the Bible and God made beautiful things come of it. This isn't your call. You just don't have the authority. Yeah. Not God. You don't get to do that. Like it's just, uh, God. You know, I feel so strongly for the people still in red states. <laughs> like being in America is bad enough, but being in a state that is on Donald Trump's side has to feel worse. Like at the very least, I can at least get on Twitter and see the mayor and the first lady being like, "We are gonna resist. Fuck everything about Donald Trump. We ain't with it. We're not doing it. We hate that bitch so <laughs> much." You know that makes me feel like, yes, I will pay these high ass taxes in New York City and New York State. Yes, fine, I will pay them because this is actually going towards a government that supports the people and not corporations and getting as rich as possible or just enacting really hateful or restrictive legislation against people when it has nothing to do with you. A person with a penis who cannot get pregnant has no business trying to tell other other women or telling women in general what they can and can't do with their bodies. Who the fuck is you? Who is you? You know... I'm done. Sense, you can have it and stuff, but... I'm so... There's more to it than that. I'm and just so point, tired of white like, men. What are you supposed... What are we supposed to do? Everybody is saying things that make all of the sense in the world. They're common sense. You know what we're talking about. And yet... These are simple words. The behavior is everything but... Like, I've said it a million times and I can't ever think of anything else to say. It's like, we're not... Nobody's saying anything that's irrational. Nobody's saying anything that is just crazy. Like, these white people are just used to a hierarchy that they killed and stole for a long time to get and they're like ain't no fucking jigaboo two chains worshiping ass niggers gonna take any of that shit away from because that's what we all are we all listen to two chains and you know and we support jay-z's drug sales Mm -hmm. and we all bought crack jay-z's a crack dealer you know they love to bring that up oh we didn't even talk about that unemployed bitch (laughs) i was listening to jay-z talk about being a crack dealer way back then girl you're not telling me nothing new (laughs) so i mean i don't know it's like what are you supposed to do when everything is you know 
the behavior is always we're going to do what the fuck we want to do. And then on top of that, we're going to throw salt in your wounds by acting like we don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) That's the worst part about it. It's like you can say that black people or Black Lives Matter is modern day KKK, which not only literally makes no like like, (laughs) that is literally wrong because the KKK is the modern KKK, as we've said, but it's also something that is so like extreme and and like completely out of nowhere right. like it's just the the and it happens all of the time you every single day you see people fact checking conservatives right. cuz they just make anything up to respond to truth like just like Assface, who decided to oh, instead Lord. of saying or responding to the true shit coming out of Maxine Waters' mouth, it's oh I couldn't even hear it because of that wig. Like I'm gonna take this wig to fuck up your whole life. How about that? <laughs> like I'm gonna have this same wig on when I come for you and everything that you hold dear. And then what you gonna do? Like and you can have never... memories of me in this wig eviscerating your life. Is that gonna feel better? I don't know. It's like, even if you get every single thing that you want and Donald Trump gives every white straight person with a penis, you know, the world, you're going to hear every other person in the world continue and continue to complain about it and knock on your fucking door and try to get you out of office and talk about you and make fun of your ass on Saturday Night Live and everything that y'all motherfuckers can't stand. So you ain't going to be at peace and neither are we. And so why do we have to keep doing this circle of bullshit? (laughs) It's just the way things are whether they know it or it's subconscious for them they just rebel and push back i would rather say fuck it i'm over it and just like auntie maxine and angela rye i'm not gonna stop shutting up every time y'all say or do something so incredibly fucking dumb i'm just not so kiss my ass and that's it i'm done well, that's it for this episode of The Read. Congratulations to Kid Fury. He did two shows in Atlanta and Dallas over the weekend. Woo! How'd it go? Yay! Thanks to everybody who came out to those shows. We had a great time. I appreciate everybody for the support. Um, even though, like I said, I had to cuss somebody out on the way home. I mean, I didn't really, it was a light cussing. Well, I mean, at least really you didn't cuss nobody like, out at the show. Damning to that person and her mother. Um, who's probably a very nice person and was, you know, didn't <laughs> she need did, to be She didn't deserve that. that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a good time. So thanks to everybody who came out. If you're in Los Angeles, I think there's, I think there are still tickets for the show this Saturday. So LA, I'll see y'all then. I'll be out there for quite some time. So I hope that the weather is nice. Um, other things. Uh, well, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr. This is the read, and check out our website. This is the read.com. Also, make sure that you go and check out new podcast here on Loudspeakers Network, Getting Grown, Yay! starring our sisters Jade and Kia. I'm so excited that this shit is finally out. They've been working on it for such a long time, and I'm really excited. They're so fucking hilarious, and it's basically a podcast about figuring out this thing that we call adult life yes. and what the fuck that means <laughs> and how much bullshit it actually is. Actually, growing up and how fucking crazy that is. Right. <laughs> so whether it's going to church or being a mom or going to school or just having a job, dealing with young people shit and these new dances. That come up with or whatever i don't know what to expect fully but i know that i can tell you i've listened it's a great time and i knew it 
They're great. I can't wait for you to listen to it. So go check it out. Getting Grown on loudspeakers. Yay, Jaden Kia. Getting Grown. Lots more in the work. Um, so yeah, check them out. You can, I talked about tickets. Oh, you can get tickets on kidfurylive.com if you want to come to the Furious Thoughts Live stand-up shows. And I think that that's pretty much it. Okay. Do we have an acronym this week? Are you going to be a hater again <laughs> like you was last week? Or What are you talking about? Oh, you don't remember that? That old Crystal has a special someone. How was that a hater? You're the one who said it. Yeah, but you didn't have to do I, that. I just kind of very flippantly tossed that in there doing an ad. You did not have to bring that back Words up. Words mean things. You know what? Um, <laughs> so the acronym for this week. Niggas love using my shit on me. And the... <laughs> Um, D T A S B W Donald Trump. No, a shitty bitch. Oh, well, I don't know. Sorry, don't try a strong black woman. That's it. Theme for this week. Maybe that's what I'll call it too because it takes life. too fucking long to think of titles. So there. If you thought about it, bitch, think again. <laughs> and we'll see you next week. Bye, y'all. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... I oh, the charcoal mask. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? <clears throat> Hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel.